Let's be great together. You can achieve anything you want to achieve. I'm not the answer, but I'm going to give you some answers. Check me out on all social media at Castanova Williams. And go to my webpage at castanovawilliams.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man, Casanova Williams. I appreciate you tuning in to my first podcast. Um, this podcast is going to be unique because I'm going to be recording it various ways. I may go live sometimes. I may pre-record it. I'm actually recording right now on my iPhone. Um, so it's going to be unique. I'm just going to be really talking about a lot of uh, business things that I've learned over the years. Um, and I know it's like, okay, what makes you qualified to tell me what to do business? You know, so I guess maybe the first thing I should do is maybe give a background of myself in business. Um, one thing I could definitely say is that, um, I've learned in this business is not to take advice. And this is the probably the theme of this let's get let's be great together um is all advice is a good advice and uh going into that i'll get into why my beginnings and and why is it why i feel that way you know um i've always been kind of an entrepreneur growing up myself you know um, I was I was raised in Bronx, New York. I was in projects. Welfare mothers had me for sixteen. You know, I'm the first one to graduate high school. First one to go to college and graduate. But uh, going back a little, you know, I always was into starting things. You know, I started. I, I was part of you know all these crews. You know, back in the the nineties. Uh, you know, you had like the you know Zulu Nation and and La La, La Familia, Latin Kings, Nietas. You know, this is before the Bloods and the Crips really creeped into the city. And uh, growing up, I was part. I always wanted to be part of something, so I was part of Zulu Nation. And uh, I went through a lot of stuff with them, beefs, fights, all that good stuff. As far as like being part of it, and um, and uh, but you know, I always wanted to do my own thing. Um, so I started my own thing called Imani and, you know, so, so that was my early things of, of being an entrepreneur, being a business person. And I know you're like, well, why, how, why would you consider that, you know, you know, a entrepreneur, you know, joining the game or forming the game? Well, because, you know, I was in a game or actually it was supposed to be like a hip hop movement, but, you know, I joined it. And uh, I started my own. I broke off and started my own. You know, I went, I saw things that they weren't doing that were were, right, were incorrect. So I said to myself, let me start my own. You know, then, uh, you know, starting music things. I always was always a starter of things, you know. Um, but at that time, I didn't really know what an entrepreneur was. I didn't know to really how to monetize that stuff. It was just me having ideas and starting them. Um you know, so I went to college, you know, you know, part of different organizations and stuff like that, you know, and I came up with the idea of starting Society Entertainment, uh, which is my my corporate company. And um, I had the idea really in college. My cousin 
was an artist and I was like, let me start this company. And, um, you know, even, even, uh, in college, I was part of a service organization called Alpha Omega and it wasn't a lot of black people in it. And, uh, by the time I left, we were like, we had more black people in the organization than the black Greeks themselves. So I've always been about starting things, um, come after graduate from college, get into the music business, starting society entertainment. And this is where me learning about being an entrepreneur really started. Um, and getting back to the, the theme uh, of this one, of all business advice isn't good. So I moved down here and, um, you know, I had a good job. I uh, had a good job, had my own place, own brand. I bought a brand new car. This is back in 2003. Bought a brand new car, had a fly apartment at the time, um, you know, and, um, you know, was relatively thinking I was doing well. Um, kind of left the whole music thing or whatnot you know, back in college. You know, I used to play instruments, part of marching band, all this other stuff. So I left all that behind for a little bit. Uh, but then I realized I was, when I was, um, when I was, um, working, when I was working, I'm looking at TV, I'm seeing all these rap artists, just artists, period. And, you know, something that changed cost more than my life. You know, then I realized that everything I had was a sham. You know, the apartment I had that I thought was so fly. It was dope. I had this balcony with a palm tree. I was on the second floor. Palm tree was like right there. It's beautiful. But I was renting that. My car, I didn't really own it because I was doing payments on it. You know, um, my degree, which is great. You know, I'm still paying for it. And, and, and my job, being that I'm in Florida, is right to work state. So at any time, they could fire me. So nothing I had was really mine. It was somebody else's. Somebody else was in control of pretty much my happiness in my life. So I said to myself, you know what? With my street smarts and with my education, I need to get into the music game. So, you know, people were like, all right, cool, 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 you know? So I, I'm, I'm, I'm in Florida. I'm from up north, don't know anybody. I, I virtually, after the day I left, my last day of college, I literally left and went down to Florida, literally the same day. And um, funny story about that, um, I came down here, I had this apartment set up that I did online, and uh, drove down here about 16 hours, drove straight. And... Um, and the reason I moved down here is because, you know, a little bit my my ex-girlfriend at the time, my girlfriend at the time had an abortion by my back, devastated me. Um, a company hired me and said I could move anywhere in the country. So I decided on land in Florida because, you know, Disney, I was down here with the marching band one time in college, in high school, and it was great. Anyway, so, and um, I'll talk about that more later on. Um, but so I come down here, um, the apartment that I had, it was crappy didn't look like online so what i did is i was like okay let me find another apartment because this is crazy now in florida there was a lot of apartments available thank god so um, i went to different apartment complexes and uh, they had apartments but none of them were ready it was like we can't move in sorry sorry so i went about five or six in the area 
And uh, so after I exhausted all the apartment complex, I, there was just one last one. I was like, you know what? Let me just let me just go with this one. If not, what I'm going to do, because I had a little money, I was like, I'm going to get a hotel room for the night. Then I'm going to drive back and just let them know, hey, I can't start in Florida. I need to go, you know, start in, in uh, I need to start in, you know, in New York. That's where I'm from. So went to his apartment complex. I said, hey, do you have a one-bedroom available for me? They was like, you know what, we don't. I was like, all right, thank you. They was like, but, you know, we do have the demo apartment that we're actually um, moving because we're doing a new demo and has some furniture in it. But if you want the demo, you could have the, you could rent the demo with the furniture in it. I was like, really? They're like, yeah. So pretty much, I, 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 you know, to me, it was destiny to be down here because I got an apartment. It was a fly apartment. It was a one bedroom with fireplace, laundry. Uh, now, of course, that's standard here in Florida. But back, I'm from New York. You know what I mean? I have my own laundry room, fireplace, balcony, walk-in closet. Um, and at that time, I was. It was only five seventy nine. Yeah, exactly. I I know. Uh, you can't find nothing for five seventy nine on that scale now, but we're talking about what fifteen years ago. So, you know. So, all right, cool. So that's a little bit about my background. So I'm in the apartment, cool. So got the job, everything's good, whatnot. So started the music business, right now. At that time, I was still working full time. So you know, pursuing the music. So um. Had a couple artists I was trying to mess with, trying to hook up with different people. Really wasn't good. So I met a guy. He had his own label. And um, I was like, fine, let me work with you. So I worked with him for about two years. I was his A&R. Now, great friend of mine right now. I would do anything from the world. But at the end of the day, the label was, was uh, taught me a lot of what not to do. So I got a really great lesson from that of what not to do. So, uh after working with him for about two years on a lot of different things, I'm, I'm shortening my life, people. So please don't. There's a lot more details in this stuff. And through the podcast, I think I'm going to get more details because this is relevant to business. But um, so I'm just making things short. So, um, you know, at so at that time, let's retract. So I stopped. So after two years of working with him, learning what not to do, I learned some good things too, but mainly what not to do in the business. Um, I wanted to start my own label. You know, once he said, I'm going to do my thing. So, um, you know, first one thing I didn't understand really well was paperwork. Now, anybody that knows me now is though I'm a stiffler about paperwork is a reason because of that, because, um, I was thinking of the New York mentality, you know, you mess with me, we cool, let's, let's rock, you know, and didn't have no paperwork. So I had some problems with some early artists I had, um, you know, uh, artists going to other labels because, you know, they seem to have money because, you know, like I said, I was working full time, but I wasn't rich. So everything I was doing was I was supporting out my pocket and my business partner at the time was still in college, like still in college. So at the end of the day, and, you know, Pretty much all my business partners was in college. So at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I really didn't have a lot of financial capital. So so a lot of times I would mess with ours, but we didn't have the funding to do what we had to do. So, so fine, life goes on. Things happen. So it was me and my business partner. 
and we were, and you know, we were kind of desperate to work with somebody. So locally, we've always heard, I heard of this group called uh, Trail. Uh, they were pretty, uh, this local group here, they were pretty hot um, doing their thing. And um, they was playing at all the clubs. So at the end of that, when I, I was asking you know, around about them, you know, who they signed with. Because, you know, I'm from up north, so it could be some down south artists that I never heard of that were signed. And everybody's like, nah, they're not signed. They're just local. And, but they were bumping in the club. So did my research, Googled, researched, talked to people, found out the owner of the of the label. And, um, you know, so uh, we talked. I worked with them. I told them I went to them, and I kind of went with a complete lie of confidence. When I say lie of confidence, I went and said, hey, I can get you a deal. And he was like, how? I was like, yo, I know people. Now, of course, being from New York, I knew some people, but like music industry stuff, I really didn't have too many connections. But I went with confidence. And after like back and forth, six months of talking, going to shows with them, just showing them my grind and my ideas and stuff like that, their whole label signed under mine. Now, understand, this is the first part of business. You got to have a very convincing game. At the end of the day, this whole label that was established signed under my label, and um, I only had three people on staff. No artists, no history. Now, I'm not saying that they were dumb, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we made moves, you know, and I was really grinding and investing my time and money into it, so it wasn't like, and I was making the connection, so so it wasn't it. You know, it wasn't no. It was a, a smart business move on their part. But as far as me, it, it made me understand that you know what, be about what you say. Even if you say something early, and you don't even have the resources to do it, make it happen. Like I told these people, I can get you a deal. So it was my goal to get every business connection I could within the industry. You know, I was calling old friends back in New York, telling them, yo, stop by this building. You know what I'm saying? Get these connections, you know. You know, so, it, you know, I went through everything, you know what I'm saying, to get these connections, which I did. Now, so, cool. So, I, so, we're, so let's, uh, so I moved 2003, grinded two years, blah, blah, blah. So, this is 2007, right? So, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet. My soulmate, my beautiful wife, marry her. Everything was great. She had a job. I had a job. Everything was great, right? Um, so I go up to Jacksonville, right, to meet a businessman. And, you know, that that's another podcast we're going to have about businessmen and stuff like that. But, no, you know, and, um, you know, went to his office and very impressed. And this was a little before the whole trail stuff, the, the whole trail stuff really, uh, the whole uh, s- stuff really popped off. And, you know, he gave me a lot of different advice, a lot of great advice he gave me. But he gave me one advice that was bad. And it later kicked me in my butt in my life. And it actually changed, it helped my life, but it was bad advice. He said, if you want something bad enough, Quit your job. Put yourself in the corner. He justified by saying, you know, when you put a, a any animal in a corner, they're going to fight to get out that corner, which is true. So, you know, so I was I re- like to this day, I still have all those notes that he uh, 
he advice he gave me, right? Have him written down. So that was one of the things, right? So cool. So January of 2007, we signed a deal where, you know, the label's under mine. Literally like a month, like two, like a month later, huge hit song comes out. So I'm still working. And, you know, people at my job would come up to me talking about, oh, this is your song. It's on the radio. Uh, Orlando has, like, at that time, Orlando had two major hip-hop stations. It was playing on both stations. Shows were happening. Um, I was at the height. I Seriously, I, I was a nobody. Nobody knew me. And all of a sudden, I'm a label with a hit song on the radio. Labels calling me, everything was great. But the problem was business. See, at that time I had, I, I was going off of, uh, when I should have used my education, I didn't. I was using my New York, we all down, we all about, you know, we all about, you know, we all together on this. So I'm just sitting around thinking other, not, not being on my business. So at the end of the day, so at the end of the day, um, I'm not on my business with anything. So to make a long story short, the business didn't happen. You know, we had a hit song, everything was going on well, but it didn't go down the way that we thought, like major deal. And I, I put a lot on myself because I should have been on my business. Now I can point fingers or what happened, all that, but this is not what this podcast is about, um, you know. So things weren't going the the way they were supposed to. Uh, the major deal wasn't coming, didn't come through. Um, things weren't happening the way they're supposed to happen. So, so I said, you know what? Cool, whatever. So I'm on my job, and something happened on my job. And I said, you know what? I'm done with this job. I'm putting my two weeks in. I came home. I said, because I figured I'm taking the mentality back to what he said, put myself in a corner, right now. Granted, understand this. I did all of this working a full-time job, making good money at that full-time job. So everything from deal, from the deals to grinding to having the song on the radio, I had a full-time job the whole time. But something happened on the job, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, you know what? I want to take this to the next level. Now, nothing was guaranteed. No check was guaranteed. No, no real major development happened. I just got to a point where I'm going to put myself in the corner even more because I felt like, oh, I got this cushion. You know, cool. So I literally put my two weeks in, went to my wife, said, baby, I'm quitting. Now, at this time, you know what I'm saying? So, so cool. So I quit my job. A few weeks later, we found out my wife is pregnant, right? So I quit my job. So this all happened probably within, within like maybe three weeks of me quitting my my last day of my job. So I'm done with my job. And I think that day was like June 3rd was the last day of my job, right? So cool. June 3rd happens. Um, cool, quit my job, right? The whole trill thing kind of died off. There was no business from it. It just wasn't going the way it was supposed to go. Still quit my job. Stupid. Put my back to the water. Now I figured like, oh, boom, I'm going to make it happen. My wife says she's pregnant. All right, cool. We're happy. You know what I'm saying? We're going through some struggle there. 
Um, cause you know, I don't think she was really supportive of me quitting my job. Like I did cause I didn't need to, but you know, I thought I did at that time. So she said she was pregnant. Then in July, I catch a case. Um, some unfair, some cop pushes me and then arrests me saying I assaulted him. Like literally, um, I'm not here to say it was because I was black or none of that stuff. I, you know, I, I, I'm not one to go through all that. But at the end of the day, it was an unfair situation. So I catch a charge. Right now. Then the hard times really happened. Bad times. So I couldn't. So at this time, I needed a job because the whole business thing didn't go through. Um, and instead of me hustling even harder, I got depressed. So I said, all right, let me go back to work. But when you have felonies pending on your, on your record, there's nothing you can do. Nobody's going to hire you. And, you know, they say prove innocent till it's proven guilty. Now we all know that's not the truth. You know, any job, look at your record and see a felony, they're going to hire you. And being the field I was in, there was no way I was getting a job. So, so I couldn't work. Music business fell. Um, I, I, everything was done, like completely done. And I was in that state for about three years. Um, even though the case, you know, the felonies were dropped and everything was clear, but that took almost a year um, to clear. And um, I just got into this this state of of constant um, pity on myself. My marriage was going. Um, my son, who's my namesake, he's my junior. <clears throat> his first birthday and his first Christmas. <clears throat> excuse me. I couldn't buy him nothing because I didn't have no money coming in. My wife was holding it down. Now, shout out to my wife, because at the end of the day. She held me down without any type of grief. She didn't once say, be a man or make me feel bad. She supported me. But it was about three years of me going through this cycle of of of, of not really making anything happen. Now, let's get back to the topic at hand, bad advice. Now, I took that advice, put myself in a wall. See, but the problem is this. There's a difference between being an entrepreneur and an idea man. I was an idea person, but I wasn't an entrepreneur at that time. See, an entrepreneur, see, a true entrepreneur doesn't need motivation to make things happen. And what, the reason why I say it's bad advice because a true business person, entrepreneur, doesn't need to be put into a corner. To make things happen. Um, at the end of the day, you shouldn't need to be put in a corner to make things happen. You should always want to make things happen. And you should always act like you are in a corner. But don't quit your job. Because at the end of the day, don't quit everything around you. Because that's what I was doing. I was thinking I had to be Diddy. So, you know, affecting my personal life, I quit my job, it affected my marriage because at the end of the day, I'm thinking, I'm, oh, I'm just going to do me. I wasn't thinking about my family. You know, I was just doing me. And ultimately, I was selfish. And at the end of the day, 
when you're an entrepreneur, you don't need to sacrifice everything to start businesses and move things forward. Now, nobody's saying that the businesses are all going to be successful because any entrepreneur that's successful today had many failed businesses. But at the end of the day, you don't need to quit your job. You got to have income coming in. You got to have something going on. And at that time, I saw business differently. I saw, I didn't understand that like billionaires, millionaires, people out there really doing it, have multiple jobs. And at the end of the day, everybody works for somebody in some capacity. It may not be a typical nine to five job where you're in an office sitting there, but at the end of the day, everybody works for somebody. And true entrepreneurs understand that where my product is selling to somebody. I have a I have a clientele that I'm selling my product, whether it's a physical product, whether it's you as a person, motivational speaker, whatever, you are up there always selling something to somebody else because at the end of the day, nobody generates their own money. Now, you know, when people like, yo, I get my own, I make my own money. No, you don't. You don't make your own money because at the end of the day, somebody is always giving you money to survive. So when people say that to me, oh, I make my own money. No, you don't make your own money. You do something that people give you money for. See, so when you change the mentality of what business truly is and, and making money is, then you can understand it. Me, I thought I'd put myself in a corner. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Be on some old, old, yeah, struggle stuff. When I had a perfectly good salary job where I could have still done everything. And what happens, it was a snowball effect. You know, which almost ruined my life, ruined my marriage, everything. So that was bad advice I took. You know what I'm saying? Now, maybe... If he referenced as put myself to a wall mentally, you know, because if you look at anybody, true business people, people that have money, that are in business, they always are looking for the next big thing. They're always acting like at the end of the day, I have to do something more. I have to be greater. They're pushing themselves. If you don't have that drive to push yourself, then at the end of the day, you're really not an entrepreneur. I was an idea man at that time. I had ideas. I had hustle. But I wasn't an entrepreneur so there's a difference in my book there is you know everybody else have their own definition for me I mean, it, no, that was mine so so making a long story short you know really started hustling the business got my paperwork right um you know um got this this rock band that made me a crap load of money um not rich money, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Definitely got me started again in the music business. They were successful, did touring. So, you know, once I realized, I, you know, being a businessman, an entrepreneur, you know, what I needed to do and understanding that my mentality has to be I'm at the wall. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, I made bad decisions, which almost ruined my whole life. So at the end of the day, what I'm saying to you is take advice from people, but take it with a grain of salt. Don't take it literally. See, me, I took it literally. I'm like, Psh, I'm going to quit my job. And, you know, and life has a way of kicking you in your butt and showing you, you know what I'm saying? Don't take things literally. Like now, when people come to me and they give me advice, I, I, I listen. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I take it with a grain of salt. I take it for what it is. You know, um, don't. Be easily influenced by others that are not you. 
Let me repeat that. Don't be easily influenced by others that aren't you. Because at the end of the day, everybody's situation is different. I used to read a whole bunch of uh, books about moguls and how they started and stuff like that. And you know the one thing I learned from those books? That everybody did it differently. You know, uh, what I what I used to hate is I used to go to conferences, you know, all music conference, business conferences and stuff like that. And people sit there and tell you their stories and how they made it and their advice, which is great. But the one thing is that they all did it differently. Now, it could have been somebody out there, don't get me wrong, that quit their job, put their backs to the wall and made it happen. I'm, I'm not saying it can't happen. And I'm not saying that that advice to somebody else would would have made sense, would have worked. But for me, it definitely didn't. And I think the majority of people won't work. Um, you need income. Don't quit your job. Don't push away with your loved ones. Because at the end of the day, if you can't multitask, then you are really not meant to be in any type of entrepreneur situation, starting a business or anything, because you need to be able to multitask. So at the end of the day, you know, uh, my story is, you know, take advice, but apply that advice to your reality. Now, my podcast is going to be about a lot more than than this. This was really my first one, just a narrative about my background. You know, I have degrees, I have certifications, I've mentored, I have counseled, I have advice. I've worked with a lot of major brands, um, you know what I'm saying, Universal, Disney, uh, Full Sail, um, you know, Amazon, uh, I mean, you know, you, you, the list goes on and on. So I've worked with a lot of brands on different various projects. I've expanded my business, not just music, but to multimedia, to, uh, you know, to a lot of different things. I've partnered with people who started businesses that are successful now. So at the end of the day, you know, I don't sit here as a guru. I sit here as just somebody that has, has real life experience and give you advice. So. Um, that's about my half hour. I'm, I'm, I may do an hour pretty soon, but I'm going to do about half an hour every time. And uh, like I said, um, this is the first one. So if it does sound a little bit, eh, don't, don't shoot me. Don't get mad at me. Cause at the end of the day, this is my first by myself. Cause everybody catches me using RSVP talk with Miss O and, um, you know, I'm just talking about a whole bunch of nonsense and crazy stuff. But I really wanted to do this podcast because I, I really see a lot of people out there doing business and it doesn't make sense getting bad advice, getting bad, giving, getting bad advice, bad directions, scams and stuff like that. And so many people come to me and, 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 and ask for my advice and stuff and I give it for free. So I figured, you know what, since I own a, a podcast station, might as well do my own podcast about business. So this first, like I said, is just really about giving a little background myself. Of course, <clears throat> there's more details in all those stories that I'm sure on my other podcasts related to the topic. Uh, I will go into more details about. But um, I just wanted to give a brief background, you know what I'm saying, about myself and why, where I'm at, right? You know, why I'm doing this this podcast. And so you can understand that I'm going to be giving real advice. I'm not holding back. You know, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, uh, trying to front for anybody. I'm giving real advice. And um, my advice, you could take it or you don't have to. 
You know, I'm not here to, you know, make make anybody take the advice or, or say I am the uh, end to all. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, my advice may apply to you or help you out. It may not. But I am going to be exposing a lot of bad business practices that just in general are bad. Not, you know, not my opinion about just really bad. Certain things are my opinions and advice about business. I should go forward. But there's some businesses and things out there that are just bad. I'm beginning with those advice, you know, in the music business and multimedia business, things I know. And plus, like I said, I have the green, so, you know, social services, things like that. So I'm beginning a lot of different business advice that, you know, it may really help you out. You know what I'm saying? So, um... Yeah, man. Um, this is my first one. Like I said, I'm really literally just recording this. I have a movie room in my house, and I'm in my movie room, sitting on my iPhone, just recording this. Um, now, I could be in the studio, all that stuff, like the other shows and all that. But you know what? I really wanted this to be more of a personal feel, more of a personal touch. Um, so I decided just to, hey, talk to y'all. And just to talk to you about business and about what I see you know, I'm going to talk about social media. I'm going to be talking about uh, paperwork. I'm going to be talking about uh, business etiquettes. I'm going to be talking about a lot of different topics. And if you have any topics, you know, check out my page on Facebook, Facebook.com, Clash, Castle Williams Online. And, uh, you know, comment, you know, let me know. Because if you have a question, you know, inbox me and, and I'll address it on the show. You know, my website will be up soon. You know, I'm, I'm really doing what I'm really doing, too, is I'm really doing a real push for myself because I think I, at the end of the day, you know, one thing I've been hard boy has branded myself. I've been behind the scenes so long that I don't really brand myself. And, you know, this is the part of my branding and really giving back and helping as well, because that's that's definitely deep in my core is helping. So, um, yeah, uh, appreciate you listening. And um Catch me every Sunday. Like I said, some may be pre-recorded, some may live, go live. And um, yeah, every Sunday, 8 p.m. Let's be great together. I really believe that. I think everybody, as they say, everybody can eat and um, everybody can learn. And your success doesn't affect or harm mine. I want to uplift everybody. <clears throat> I want everybody to be successful. And I really believe we could all be great together. That's why I named the show Let's Be Great Together. So um, I want to thank you for listening um, on my on the first episode. Like I said, a little background, not too much details. But like I said, don't take everybody's advice of business and apply it to yourself. You know, and uh, thank you. And uh, check out the Culture Radio. Uh, download the app on Apple or Google Play, and uh, enjoy our other sh- other shows we have on as well. And um, I'll see you next Sunday. No, not see you. We'll talk next Sunday. <laughs> have a great have a great weekend, and have a great week. Let's be great together. You can achieve anything you want to achieve. I'm not the answer, but I'm going to give you some answers. Check me out on all social media at Castanova Williams. And go to my webpage at castanovawilliams.com.